I want rapper coming. So you with another rock cast. As I promised, I was gonna have my Fourth of July broadcast regarding Independence Day. While I personally do not celebrate Independence Day due to the fact I feel it's a hypocritical holiday and blacks here in America have never been free. Still are not free. The same things we're fighting for back when I was little. It's still the same things that we're fighting for today in 2020. And then when I was little back then, what they was fighting for, we're still fighting for the same things. Just a different time and space and time. in the universe but it's the same thing from the beginning of this country so let's talk about the 4th of July okay the 4th of July Independence Day as we'll go back into a little history lesson it was the colonists wanting to be free from Britain right they had a revolutionary war that had happened and then the colonists i guess it was like 13 colonies already established through slavery that we don't worked and built so they wanted their independence from britain so you have five men that drafted the independence declaration of independence we have um thomas jefferson from Virginia, John Adams out of Massachusetts, Roger Sherman out of Connecticut, Benjamin Franklin from Pennsylvania, and Robert Livingston out of New York. Now take it all of these northern, kind of northern states. You know, when um, slavery was over, everybody went to the north for work from out of the south. But the ugly history of America, it was more slaves. Slaves really got started out of the, in the North. That's why you got the found, the, the, um, the men drafting the independence, Declaration of Independence all up in Northern states. Note that, okay? So, um, just, I've kind of read through it and I wrote down, uh, some things that was said they wanted independence from Britain from um, the king was George the third I believe I'm correct about the king that was a uh, on and uh, over in Britain no so take it they came here as pilgrims wanting um, a new land but Britain didn't want them all of these people came. They was the scourge of Europe. The niggas of Europe. So that's why they really left. Right? To come here. So take that into account too. Okay? So just reading over the um, the declaration to say 
we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. So they wanted equality. They wanted to be treated like citizens and human beings and not property or, you know, slaves or whatever they was over there in Europe to come here. They wanted independence. What it say? All men are created equal. That they are endowed by the creator with certain um, undeniable rights. They wanted rights. That among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men. That to secure these rights, governments um, instituted by men deserving their just powers. Okay, it's saying something like that in there. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute a new government. Okay, did you hear that part? Whenever any form of the government becomes destructive of their own ends, it is the right of the people to alter and abolish it. Okay. So why is these white people getting mad at us? We are citizens. We have um, built this land. It was no America without blacks. Black slaves and black labor. So all of that, go back to Africa and all of that. We live here. We got just as much right to be here than anybody else. We built it. And still ain't been paid. But it says uh, the people had a right to abolish what is destructive. So what I see going on today, the people are abolishing what is destructive to this land. So, in a person's psyche and human being as being a human being, you got to know this crap that's been done to black people is not right, right? Your all um, drafters of your independence is saying they didn't want to be, they want to be equal and all of this, yada, yada. The document's like three pages long, but I just had to pull out. Those little um, facts that I saw in it, why they wanted independence. So you drafted that, sent that to the king, and then you got the 4th of July, yada, yada. Okay. Then you turn around and write the U.S. Constitution. The same, almost the same forefathers, but you still got Thomas Jefferson. And you got a new cat, James Madison, drafting these documents up as the Constitution Bill of Rights. Supposed to be the land of the law. The law of the land. But when you drafting the Constitution, 
knowing slavery is wrong. Not wanting to be sounding a hypocrite. So you use all the words as um, for whites. We the people, all the people, free people, immigrants, and American citizens. Okay. And then the words use describing blacks were those who are bound. Those are who are in debt. Those in servitude. Those that are bounded. Such persons. All the persons that are unha the unhappy lot. And that species of property. Instead of saying slaves, black slaves, Negroes. You ain't want to put that in the, in the documents. But that's what it meant. So, the Bill of Rights in the Constitution is telling constructed only for whites and Europeans. It was only constructed for whites and Europeans. They had no intention of providing freedom or blessings or liberty, liberty to black people. That's why those words are used in that constitution. Broad, ambiguous words. Not saying blacks, Negro, the Negro. They only go specific when they say we the people, American citizen. That means white. Right, that meant white. They had um, specifically made sure that we was not included in the benefit of the new country. That we had no rights and privileges. That it was only supposed to be applied to whites in this country. So to, to go around and say Independence Day of Freedom... I can't celebrate the holiday until they go back and reconstruct the whole constitution that started this land. You know, the whole constitution. The only forms of the constitution that really mean something to blacks is the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment. And that had to be put in after civil rights in the 60s, you know. And then that's been watered down with minority, people of color, diversity, and all of that. Instead of saying black people, black African-American people, name us by what we are, our group. We're not in a group of minority. It could mean anything now. Now you got the LBGTQ um, society, which I call the alphabet society. They included. No. Black people have rights. Black people are human. Black people don't built this country, and we still ain't free. So until they 
reconstruct the whole constitution, then maybe I celebrate the 4th of July. But that's the history of Independence Day. They felt they were human beings and they didn't want to be subjected to any tyranny, terrorism, or anything from Britain. Wanting to pay taxes and all of that. Well, they work for something. They wanted independence and freedom. The pursuit of happiness. This land is supposed to be about that. And only one group of people um, on this land gets to pursue and have all of those rights. It's by design. So, that's the ugly truth about Independence Day. In the, the 4th of July, this country is built on a lie. It's built off our backs, and we still haven't been paid our reparations. That labor need to be paid out. Simple as that. And all the other crimes of humanity that has been done to my group, the black group, the foundational black people, foundational black Americans in here. We don't fought in every war that it was that this country does had. Every war that from the Revolutionary War from all of them. We don't fought in every one. There's no other patriotic people than blacks. You got the Civil War where you got Confederates fighting against your own government to um, overtake the, the country. That was treason. So, the fourth or you lie, that's what I think about it. And I gave you a history of how it was drafted, sent to the king, and how they wanted freedom and happiness, so do we. And until we see those reparations, so we can rebuild our communities, rebuild our lives, not to stop being terrorized and victimized, we ain't free. So the 4th of July won't be celebrated in my house. All right, 513 Rapper just had to put that down. The little history that I know about it and how I feel. Shalom. That one three rapper making an, coming with another broadcast. Um, today's topic is gonna be the collaborators and the sambo culture. Collaborator assemble culture. This is turning on your own group. So we'll go with our group, the black group. A lot of people say you're cooning or sambo cooning. Really it's meritorious manumission. Which is a practice that has been done 
from slavery. So this practice, meritorious manumission, is the term meritorious means something earned manumission means becoming free or freedom so that was practiced in slavery where the slave will give up their group for trinkets or freedom or not to save a white person's life to enrich a white person or snitch on a, a, a black for running from slavery for freedom, they'll tell. And cooning and samboing is the same thing. Most people in our group that practice the samboing usually are our elected officials while we're not getting anything tangible allergies, elected officials, these civil rights leaders, athletes, entertainer, entertainment personalities, all of this is Sambo. So I wanted to talk about what I saw the other day. Um, it was a case where um, we've been trying to get a law passed on these white women that are falsely calling the police on black people for anything, for breathing, for walking down the street, barbecuing, selling water. You know, it's just their business that they got to come up to you and tell you, a black person, what they doing, how they living, where they walking, who are you, give me your name, you don't, then they calling the police and they're the victim. So this um, case that I wanted to talk about was this one was all over the news about this um, Amy Cooper from Central Park up in New York. And the guy that was, um, that she called the police on, was Christian Cooper. So he was bird watching in the park and she came along with her dog and it wasn't on the leech. And he asked her to put the dog on the leech. And she was so appalled that he had told her something that that was the rules of the park. So she called the police claiming that he attacked her. He, she was being attacked by the man and this, just knowing what she's doing, you know, she knew what she was doing. She was either setting up the harm or the murder of this man. Because she said it's an African-American man and he's um, harming me. Just to say African-American, black or whatever. She knew those were the dog whistles to say to 911 to send the police for that man's harm or demise. Okay, so jumping forward, all of that, getting that out the way. Um, the prosecutor, the DA now wants to 
charge her for making a false police report. Which I say good. Kudos for her being charged. Now she's done lost her job. But he doesn't want to cooperate saying that she's been punished enough because she lost her job and been humiliated. That was just one encounter that you had with that woman. You don't know her track record of what she's been doing to black people. She did it to you. That is not her only time ever, you know, harassing someone black, African-American, Foundation Black and Americans. I'll guarantee you that it's not. But for you to sit up there and say you don't want to participate in a, the punishment of this woman when she tried to set up your murder, could have been a murder or, or harm to you, and laugh to call the police. And knowing New York police are very racist in that area. And you don't want to um, participate. That's Sambo. Cooning. You know. And I believe he's LBGTQ. I believe that been said. And you want your sexual preference. The Trump, you being black? What about the next time somebody calls the police on a black person for doing nothing? For being black, for breathing? What about the next time? We got a, a lot of cases. We just got one with um, up in Atlanta with Rayshard Brooks, and they called the police on him. He's in Wendy's in his car sleep, and the man is dead. You got, um, well, that wasn't calling the police, but they racially profiled the man. He come up um, in Florida. The man's dead where you have uh, deputized yourself to be the police and kill the man because he's in a handicapped park. This has to stop. This is dangerous in our community. And for us to try to get a law passed, and that goes for all black people. All black people are in danger when they do have this kind of behavior of calling the police on us for nothing. You wasting the police time in the first place and you're lying. And this has been a, a consistent record with white women from Emmett Till, Rosewood, you know, all just lying. Starting some shit, and, and and a black person ain't even there. How many people have been lynched because a white woman done lied? You know? So, it's really um, ties into meritorious manumission also, that behavior of being in a slave plantation and you turning on your own people for your own benefit. And just look at other groups. They never do that within their community. Only blacks. Only blacks. And then you want us to be get to have to get respect. How are we gonna get respect when we turning on each other? 
and won't follow through and stay on code. Then you want other groups to respect us? That shit got to stop. And just like uh, media figures, just like Gail had to get called out when Kobe Bryant died. You gonna sit up there and be on a white platform um, interviewing, what was her name? Lisa Leslie um, Jones. I think that was the um, basketball player name. And she was trying her best not to say nothing. And you kept pushing and pushing. Talking about he done raped somebody. The man wasn't even in the grave yet. And you all with some white people talking points. The slander, his name, he ain't even in the ground. That's why you got called out on that shit. Oprah, all of this. All these celebrities. Jason Whitlock, you know. Charles Barkley. I mean, they can't speak for us. If you can't stay on code. You know, stay on code. Then just shut up. Have no comment. Because we finna be calling this Sambo Coon and shit out. It needs to stop in our community. We can't get empowered because of this. This is a problem. It's a big problem. If you ain't on code, you ain't uh, within the group and it's going to harm us, then don't say anything. Don't say nothing. Because this is, is a divide and conquer tactic throughout the black community. And it's dangerous. Very dangerous. You have to put your own interest in front of the group. That's wrong. And I got another... Uh, Sambo issue. You know, we got immigrants coming over here. Um, I'll give an example with the Botham John killing in Texas where that um, Amber Geiger killed the the people's brother. That guy, they was from St. Lucia's over there in the Caribbean and that boy got killed in his house. We protesting and everything to get this woman charged. They're not even charging the police for the for murdering us. We fight so hard to get her a charge. And then when it's time for punishment for this woman, the brother gonna come and hug her in the courtroom and then the judge comes down off the bench. I've never seen nothing like that in my life. And give this woman a Bible. Come on now. This woman done murdered this man and talking about she was in the wrong apartment. Which I don't even believe that. I believe they um, knew each other and she came to murder that man. That's what I believe. We can't prove that. But looking within that boy's life, you know, he's somewhere samboing it up. Kumbaya, kumbaya, you know, trying to be in the white society, which is nothing wrong with that. What's be, is wrong with it is not to stand for your own people. That's when it's wrong. You stay on code. They on code. And then the black church.
Okay, then we got this other symbol issue regarding um, the black church. These deacons, reverends, ministers, you know. These churches that took taken on for tax-free dollars. The church used to be a haven for black people to go to to discuss what's going on in the community. To me, the black church has failed the black community. As soon as you took those tax-free dollars, you also agreed not to be um, involved in anything political. You know, you signed the Bush papers about um, you can't be um, political. And black people need political. That used to be our haven where we could get stuff solutions. You know, we can't even go to the black church anymore. And for you to be um, tax-free and getting tasks every week and not building nothing in the community, not a church. You built a church, but not a business, black business, black school, black daycare, black something, black property. So black people gonna have affordable housing to hold um, the community together, the tax dollars that had the, uh, the land. You know, this tax-free money and the churches is not building anything. All I see is tax-free money going to the preachers. They got a house. They got a good car. They have a job. But you're not putting nothing into the community, back into the community. The, the black church has failed the black community. That's why uh, young folks don't go to church. And the... Um, to try out the Bible and judge everybody with a Christian Bible. Christianity. You got the clan that claim that they are Christian. Come on. White Jesus. Jesus was black. And the letter J wasn't even in the vocabulary. His name is not Jesus. It's Yah. Yahshua. But to take on that ideology, that's selling out the black community. It is. It really is. And it, they've been doing it for a long time. Every time somebody get killed or something, they um, trot out these preachers to calm the masses down, the black masses down. We don't need to be um, calmed down. We need some results, some action. We need economics. We need economic empowerment. Empowerment. And the black church ain't providing that for the black community anymore. So that's Sambo. But as soon as we get murdered or something, they try not these preachers. Be peaceful and all it is. They ain't being peaceful with us. We in a race war. And then y'all won't even take the tax dollars to even um, buy a politician or something. That somebody that's going to give us some tangibles. At least take the, the money and get some politician that's going to do the work for the community. You know, that's how I feel about it. So this Sambo, Kumbaya, Coonery, 
mandatory manual mission. All of this ties into it, and it is dangerous in our community. But when I saw this man, this Christian Cooper guy, I had to do a broadcast on that because I was kind of upset. You know, we trying to get black empowerment, at least save our lives. And you won't even set precedents for this woman to get punished when she need to be. Or for the next black man or black person to get called on with 911. You know, it, it, it needs to stop. So I just wanted to chime in what I saw, show the dangers of cooning, cooning and Sambo don't have a retirement plan because as soon as they done with you, they going to break the tool. They don't need you no more. You know, ain't a retirement plan for cooning, Sambo and none of it. So if I want three rapper. My next broadcast I'm getting together is about um, the history for reparations. Still doing a little research on that. But I'm going to end this broadcast. Everybody have a nice, pleasant day. God bless. Shalom.